0: David Whitman here from St. Helens, Oregon. I'm going to very poorly, I guess, today try to attempt to talk to you about my visit with someone that I've been following on Google Plus and over the internet and been in contact with for a while, Ken Starks, and I visited his facility in Taylor, Texas, and he heads the Reglue Project. Information on the Reglue Project can be found at reglue.org. He also has the blog of Helios, which is... I believe because he used to, the Reglue project used to be called the Helios project. Now this project is near Austin, Texas and Ken has been at this for quite a while and the project is to distribute computers to underprivileged children. You might ask why is it called Reglue? When we look at the website you can see that Reglue is recycled electronics and can new Linux used for education. Reglue in a nutshell gives free Linux computers to underprivileged children and their families. Now, I was in Houston, which is about 2.5 hours away from Taylor, Texas, and I had an extra day, and a rental car, so I thought, got, got a hold of Ken, and I thought, I think I'll drive up and see what this project's all about, because I heard a lot about it. Now, some of you may recall that Ken had been helped when he had cancer and needed some um, money, and he had an Indiegogo project, and they raised enough money to help him with a throat cancer. And so Ken has kind of a um, gravelly voice. It never bothers me a bit, and but I didn't even ask to do a recording there because I just think he's a little sensitive about it. I started out pretty early from Houston. Houston's a pretty good-sized city. It's, a very, it's very much urban sprawl because Houston has no real zoning. It just goes on and on forever. And if you've been there and looked at the map, there's concentric freeways around it. So, I started out early in the morning thinking I'd beat the traffic, about 6 o'clock in the morning. And it was not good enough to beat the traffic out of Houston. And I had to probably go 30 miles or so, 35 miles before I got out of the traffic. But I made it out and on the drive up there, it was sort of wet and it was really beautiful country. I stopped to get a little something to eat and the cowboy hats and the pickups were around. And a lot of ranches along and the highway that i was on was not necessarily all freeway all the way up there so i got to see some of the countryside it really looks beautiful i hear it's pretty hot and humid in the summertime and can get humid and cold in the winter but it seemed real good to me because i'd left eight degrees fahrenheit weather in portland so ken was waiting for me when i got there and i went to the address he would given me in taylor taylor's a small town that has an old-style feel to a 50s feel. And you can tell when you drive in there that <clears throat> the bu- good business times for Taylor, Texas, at least the times of expansion were in an earlier time. The, it has nice brick buildings, the kind you see on shows like American Pickers and that where they go into small towns that have brick buildings. Now, Texas is pretty flat, and I'm a little more used to mountains, but the town had that just that nice feel to it, and you could tell it's... Um, Place where quite a few people live, but it's not really close to a big city. It's sort of a suburb area, and um, I finally found the address where Ken was at, and it was a looked like it was right next to a school and a a building again built in uh, I don't know when earlier in the century, and Ken was in there. And what I came into when I came into the building was a room that was like a one-room schoolhouse that had a bunch of desks in it, like a schoolroom and in one end was a shop. I could see there was a partition there, and there was a shop. And it was very clean, but there was there was desks around with computers, so it had a classroom style, and then it had the teacher's desk, which was of course where Ken was at, with his big monitor and his computer. I was interested in how the program worked, because I'm actually interested in helping young people and others with Linux computers. Now myself, I've probably placed under 10 Linux computers in the Few years I've used Linux. I'm always interested in another way of doing it and something better. And actually, I just really love the open source community and Linux in general and like the way that the philosophy of GNU works. So I wanted to talk to Ken about it. And he accepted me in, and we sat around and talked and just talked shop. I'd asked him about his classrooms. And he explained that they have actual computer classes there that are, they teach people from the very basics. This is a keyboard, that's a USB port, that's a monitor. You plug in a microphone here, you use the mouse there. So they have real basic um, computer classes there. And they when they give computers out, they give them out with Linux on them. Now one thing I asked Ken about was about how come he didn't use that other operating system to put on the computers, because most computers come with right? And because they have the market share, they were at the right place at the right time, and so most computers are shipped with that. They actually gave him a cut-rate deal, apparently, on Windows, but it wasn't enough to make it viable to be able to pass computers out to children to help them learn. So, we talked shop, and there was no classes going on there then, and he showed me around a little bit, and showed me the shop, and have a nice workbench there. Now this thing was full of computer parts. Computers, in a not a big pile, but they were, there was a lot of computers there, a lot of baskets on shelves, real sturdy shelves with hard drives, there was speaker systems there, there was monitors, there was memory for computers, thumb drives, equipment, there was a workbench there that had a big plug strip on it and wires all hooked up and so Ken and I worked a bit on getting one computer, getting Linux onto the computer so that it could go out to its destination for the, when they had a place to donate the computer, and we fiddled around with that, and we talked a little bit. He showed me on the wall, a friend of his made a fighter plane, like an old biplane, I guess, or some sort of World War II looking things, and he would pry the um, little windows, designed for windows or whatever, Sticker off and put the kills on his plane and on this plaque and it was completely full I took some pictures of it, but they didn't turn out very good. I took them with my phone We fiddled around there a bit and then we went down To a barbecue place and let me see if I can find that here um, It was called Louis Mueller's barbecue and it's in Taylor's Texas uh, an authentic, Texas barbecue now one of the goals I had when I went to Texas was besides um, actually being successful in the business, I was going there to do was to find some Texas barbecue because I'd heard a lot about it. I'd only been in Texas as I passed through airports, so I never really got a chance. You know, airports aren't gonna really have good barbecue or authentic barbecue and that. So Ken and I went down and he knew just what to order for himself and this guy whips out this big piece of beef and cuts him off some for a sandwich and some white bread, pickles, and some onions. Some sauces, and I ordered half a rack of baby back ribs, and I couldn't really Well, I was kind of being polite, but I couldn't eat all of it really right then So I took it back with me to my room in Houston when I left a little later in the day And that but that was a real nice experience I suggest if you get to Texas try some Texas barbecue and ask for some of those sauces I will confess the next day. I think it was the next day. Yes. I went went down the barbecue was so good, the baby back ribs, I went to another place near the airport and Got a full rack of barbecue baby back ribs some coleslaw on that and I ate the whole thing and I actually didn't even eat dinner the next night I was so full I kind of nibbled around on breakfast and lunch and no dinner and I was kind of back to normal by the next day But this was a really nice place. You can look it up on the internet. It's at barbecue. .com. That's Louie, L-O-U-I-E, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, barbecue.com. If you get to Taylor or around Austin, look Ken up and take him out to lunch there. It was really very good. And Ken and I talked a bit more about the project. I don't know exactly how many computers they've given out over the years. There's some information on their site. I think this is a good project, and I think while Ken is doing this, and has been very successful with it in the Austin, Texas, Taylor, Texas area, I think it's something that more people should be doing, and it's something you can do as an individual is to pass out computers to others and putting Linux on there. You know one thing I really like is the fact that Linux is free as far as cost, and it's also open. and it can make the difference. You can discover that computer nerd that's just out there that doesn't have an opportunity by giving them a Linux computer. I don't know that I can really do justice to my visit. It was really one of the highlights of my December. I encourage you to read the blog of Helios, and if you have a little extra money or a computer, you know, Reglue has a donate button on their website, and I wish if you could send Ken a little, I'm sure he'll put it to good use. I just really had a good time, a, a good experience there. The community I live in is fairly small, and I've been working on trying to get some Linux computers out here. I haven't really made good contact because with the right people yet, but I'm working on that and I plan on trying to get at least four or five computers out to eligible recipients within the next year, which is right now, 2014. And I would ask that if you'd like to join me, just grab up some computers. I actually prefer laptops myself to give out. I just like their portability, but I'm going to nose around here and see if I can get some regular um, desktop computers too. I've already gotten a couple monitors given to me by the lady that runs the barber shop where I get my hair cut. I did a little disc recovery for her and they were cleaning out some stuff. So I got a couple small monitors that'll work there. They're kind of old. And then I stripped down the computer that they had. I'm not really all that fluent in the electronics part. I haven't torn down that many computers in that. But I think this is something anyone can do. And the freelinuxbox.com by the Tilts Guys is another um, way to give out computers. But I'd like to thank Ken and his group, because there is a group that I didn't meet that is there that runs this organization and has done so much for their area to further computer education and Linux, which is really what computers is all about, is free software and helping. One another. Some other things. Uh, I'll sh- give a shout out here to um, somebody. Uh, Randy Noseworthy. Some of you know him from Google Plus. And I think he's had a HPR episode. Uh, I hope he has. He's working with Ken on getting a uh, ISO together to be able to put on these computers. One thing I want to talk about that I think is important, and I'm just going off the cuff here, is that Ken, he has this down about donating computers. One thing that we talked about was he said when they go into a home to place a computer and give the introduction to it, he makes sure there's a parent in the room with a reglu or helios representative at all times. And that the um, so they don't get any of this accusation that something went wrong. That the adults there there has to be a responsible adult. Then he talks about how that they give them the ability to change the passwords He has a password already set up and a user on there that can be changed easily. He uses a distribution that's easy to use. Another thing they do there is they have a way that they assure donors that their computers, the personal data will be wiped off the hard drive and are using D-Band software to scrub the information from the drive and he, of course, will allow you to keep your drive if you want to. He's got a pretty deep organization there and I'm sure they went through some growing pains. If you're interested in doing something like this, I'd strongly suggest that you get a hold of Ken, Ken Starks, and he can be found at the blog of Helios or on the Regloo page. He frequents Google Plus quite a bit, and so you'll always see a few things from him day to day on Google Plus and some humorous things, and he has a good sense of humor. And Ken actually does some writing for some um, internet, new sites also, and he seems like a fairly accomplished guy. He's a little older than I am and I wish I was a lot younger than I am. So, I would um, strongly encourage you to take Ken's example and his enthusiasm and start working with, if you can, to spread the Linux word and get computers to some people. There is a nice testimonial on the Regloo page and I'm sure there's a lot more there. They have some some nice artwork also. Well, Ken, I want to thank you for working so hard to help people to get computers. And I think you made the right choice by going with Linux. And I really appreciate your work. One other thing I will say here at the end is that Ken, his organization, there's a story about why the Helios project turned into Reglue, but his... Organization is a 501c3, so if you have donations, they're tax deductible in the United States. I'm doing this unprepared, so um, I just want to call your attention to this project and try not to call any attention to myself. I actually feel pretty clumsy doing HPRs, but I really love the project. And thank you very much. We'll see you around the internet. <music> At binref.com. All binref projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.